It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Luke and Pete show. It is Monday the 17th of July. In the last show, uh, Luke expressed uh, his interest in the new Oppenheimer uh, film. I'm very much a Barbie girl. Uh, we also uh, spoke about um, white chocolate Kinder Bueno monstrosities. Uh, and uh, I uh, executed a load of uh, maggots in a bin. So, yeah. lovely stuff all round. It's, it's great standard but very interesting mm. Luke and Pete show fair. Before we get into this show properly, as it's a Monday, here's mm. a quick reminder that we released some exclusive bonus content on our YouTube channel last week. In mm. that bonus episode, we discussed Elon Musk, uh, we discussed a jellyfish, uh, we discussed some other things as well. I think Pete attempting to speak 10 languages in mm. one episode yeah. uh, and failing in probably 60 or 70% of cases. I'm like that man who goes into Chinese restaurants and, and talks Mandarin to them and... and, and um, I've never seen sh- that happen. Have you never seen this guy? He's like a little little worm boy, uh, polyglot guy who learns um, the, the nuts and bolts of a language and he's very good at um, picking up languages. And then he'll film himself going into uh, like a Nigerian restaurant or he'll go to um, some far off um, German uh, Amish community and, and speak um, their language and surprise that pants off them. That's good to know. It's, it's really good to good know. To know. I, I, um, I do. I for, there's something in my soul that makes it for me feel a little exploitative. Um, but uh, I'm contractually mandated, Peter, to finish this read okay. and say we will be releasing content on our YouTube channel three days a week. So search for at the Luke and Pete Show on YouTube to subscribe to the channel, and that way you'll never miss a video. You'll never um, miss a video, and if you miss a video, repent your house. Repent, just repent generally at repent all costs. Crying out loud. Yeah, repent exactly. at all costs. <laughs> anyway, Peter, what's what you've been up to? What gigs have you been to this last weekend? You're like oh. a proper like. You, do you remember back in the day on you on MySpace? There were right. these guys who would star themselves as indie someone, indie John, indie Dave, and they would yes. go to gigs every night. And they'd have the same hair, and they'd just all be have like, the same yeah, hair. Yeah. You're turning into indie Pete yeah. with well, different I went, hair. I went to see um, Connor O'Malley uh, at the Soho Theatre. Oh yeah, run. you were looking forward to that, weren't you? I was looking forward to that, and he did not disappoint. Uh, he basically did uh, an AI cyberspace um, uh, stand-up set. Yeah, basically. that's a stand-up, a stand-up comedy, and not not a recording artist. We should make clear. Yeah, Conor O'Malley, he's um, the guy who's really horny in I Think You Should Leave. He's a shouting man who likes yeah. to shout, uh, a contributor to uh, Tim Robinson's stuff, which I obviously we're, we're very keen on. Um, yeah, he was like proper, 
good. And he he basically um, had a new style of stand up. Uh, where it was completely AI based, and it and it and it basically was um, perfectly appointed uh, 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 in the direction of of different people, so to speak. So it was it was like a tailor made stand up experience that he'd made, uh, and it was very funny and very silly. I don't understand um, what you're talking about. <laughs> he just basically just explain it better. I don't know how to explain it better. He comes on stage and he says, "Guys, there'll be a lot of people. If I just came up and do a stand up, there'll be a lot of people who I'm disappointing because." kind of wouldn't be up their street but i've created this industries so-and-so so-and-so industries um i've created this new kind of stand-up that is ai generated and it's all just a bit of a joke but um and it's just really funny so and he has to but he has to deliver it and he and he's helping deliver it basically he's basically um looking for investment for his ai stand-up company um and he goes on he talks about the car the the the, the rav4 um, for about ten minutes, about how how nice his Rav Four is and how much fuel, <laughs> fuel economy it's got and stuff. It's really funny. He's 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 wonderfully aggressive, uh, and uh, th- th- he didn't do that thing that I think uh, American stand-ups are very American stand-ups um, or, or people who've got their set down pat. Um, it didn't pander to British audiences. Like it literally talked about little towns in Illinois for about 20 minutes and he didn't seem to care and I like that because sometimes when you come to Britain they spe- they get so kind of like torn up sort of going oh I can't use the word trunk I've got to use boot and stuff like that and yeah. they and they and they fuck it up so he's just like bang I'm doing my show I'm only here for four days why should I bother learning some new stuff I'm out of here I'm back what in the venue was it? Uh, Soho Theatre how much so. did it cost? oh I don't know probably about I think it was 20 quid with a couple of cans of lager in, on, on the chair as you come were you in. happy with that? That was all right, yeah, fine. And who did you go with? Uh, Mark Haynes from Wrestle Me. Did he like it? He very much enjoyed it. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, we had. We had a, well, we had a I would. I time. would respect Mark Haynes' comedy opinion because he's done loads of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. I, I was apologising for the fact that uh, I'm, he's got tickets for AEW that I can't make uh, later in later in August. So why can't, AEW why can't coming to that? Wembley. They've managed to fill Wembley, Luke. That's incredible, wow. isn't it? That's great. No, That's do you not know even what? WWE. On the night, on the and I'm I'm a, I'm a layman here. But on the old night feed circuit, when I'm watching telly, mm. um, and sometimes, in fact, like quite regularly, AEW's on TV late at night. Right. And um, honestly, you, you, it's, it's, it, to me, it, just in terms of the charisma of the wrestlers involved, it looks much better than WWE. They're certainly purer wrestlers, I would say. They're not going through an amazing... Um uh, kind of the, the, their life force has drained a little bit um, and WWE seems to fall into pretty good storylines and pretty good situations and AEW are kind of like the purists the nerds uh, wrestling company and they're not having an amazing time but they're still you watch them and you sort of go I mean these are proper wrestlers and there's no there's nobody titting about here <laughs> there was a guy that I saw um, who it's really fucking annoying because I wasn't planning on talking about this today so I can't actually remember his name no. but he was fucking brilliant he was so charismatic. Hmm. Um, I can't remember who he was now. I'll have to remember <laughs> it for next time. It's a terrible story. But anyway, I just thought to myself, this looks quite fun. And I'm not really someone who watches. Yeah. I mean, essentially, sometimes you're just looking for anything to watch that you haven't really got to concentrate on. Hmm. Um, and I, I watched all of um, The Sopranos. I've done that now. And now yeah. I'm, I've, all, I've almost done the entirety of Game of Thrones as well. Right, you know, don't want to get into Mad Men. Have you have, have you watched the whole of Mad? So Men? So I watched I Mad Men. I got about three seasons in, and I got a little bit bored. Pick it but, up but, again. But, but this is the thing. Crucially, I need to be watching shit that either I don't have to concentrate on or that I've seen before. Well, it's very 
relaxing. Like it's very ASMR. Like nothing really happens. So that when something big, ha- it's just you know Don Draper smashing up his personal life and um, shouting at people at work. Really, it's nothing. It's, it's not really. Well, I get that at home. Get worried about. <laughs> my wife actually really loves. When we talk about like our favourite shows ever, my my, mm. my holy triumvirate would be Sopranos, The Wire, and Breaking Bad. Mm. Uh, the wife I have access to would have Mad Men up up in there. Mm. She doesn't like that into The Wire, but um, she um, she loves her Mad Men. So I, sh- I should at some point I should get stuck in. I just found that I think the reason I lost interest in it, and this is potentially a couple of controversial opinions here, but I do sincerely hold them. So if you want to get mm. in touch and take me to task, then please do. I don't, I, although I like January Jones, I don't think she's that good an actor. Mm. And I also found that there weren't enough likable characters in Mad Men. It kind of turned me off a bit. Mm. So, so here's what I mean, without getting too beardy about it, like... Who, who are the, the redeemable characters in, in um, Breaking Bad? Well, though? that's what I was going to say. So, so mm. what the, the skill of, say, a Tony Soprano, the writing of a Tony Soprano, or the writing of a Jesse Pinkman, mm. is they're capable of doing incredibly awful things but yet you still kind of pull for them right like so like they're at proper anti-hero kind of energy to them so jesse pinkman who is essentially you know you know is serial murderer drug dealer etc etc does these amazing horrible things Mm. but it's so carefully written and so brilliantly performed by aaron paul there's a vulnerability there Mm. that means you find yourself liking him or i did anyway and with Tony Soprano, it's the same. Like what David Chase does is he <clears throat> he drops things in where it seduces you into having opinions that in real life you would never have. Like you would mm. never defend a guy who does what Tony Soprano does by saying things like, "Oh yeah, but he never hits his kids or his wife." Right. You know. But but Tony, it's, it's a big key plot point of Tony Soprano's character that while all the other mafiosos around him are like abusive people, mm. he is arguably obviously emotionally manipulative but he never strikes his family like he, there's a big plot point where he hits aj once and it kind of dogs him for a long time and it's a really big thing and so but at the same time obviously in real life that's like well so fucking what you shouldn't be doing that anyway mm. but it's the beautiful part of how gandolfini plays soprano and how david chase or whoever it was who was writing the specific episodes writes him you, you're fine, kind of pulling for him. And I found, like, I, I, Don Draper as a character just kind of turns me off a bit. I don't really care about him. But he's a man who, um, obviously, very gifted, and people respect him, but his private life just keeps on getting in the way, and his the things, the reasons why you pull from him uh, is because uh, it's a company that is uh, trying to grow, uh, where there are bigger players, and these. Uh, I understand the idea of you know. I mean, all of these men are toxic men uh, to varying degrees. They're all awful men anyway. But like his kind of elevation of certain women, um, he's not fucking uh, in, in, yeah. in the t- in his business is interesting. I think the uh, the refreshing nature he approaches. He's got a bit more depth. And stuff yeah. like that so yeah it's and 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 also it's just a lovely there's a lovely scene that i always hark back to um when in they are um having a family picnic old january jones and don draper and, and that um they're having a family picnic and they're have they've got a lot of like disposable plastic 
And at the end of the picnic, they just pull back the picnic blanket and fuck off and just leave all the trash on the floor. Because right, that yeah. was that. And you sort of go, oh shit, yeah, people used to do that. That's didn't what they? people yeah, were like. Yeah. People were like that then. So there's enough around him and there's enough interesting characters who are also shitting where they eat um, that, that, that makes it really interesting. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, so, and, so it, and it's just perfect. I, I'm not for one second trying to denigrate it or say that it's not good. I, I, loads of people whose opinion I massively respect love it. So I'm, I'm it's obviously a disconnect with me and I think that's a fair comment by you but I wrote when I did my masters I wrote my dissertation on um 20th and 21st century masculinity in the United States mm. and so stuff like Don Draper would be a really interesting I didn't actually cover Don Draper but it'd be a very interesting case study because what a lot of the gender stuff around uh, masculinity stuff and gender theory about men in the late 20th century is about is about how they find a role for themselves in the post-World War II environment. Mm. So where they go from what, what people would talk about, this is all very beardy, but very briefly, what what kind of academics talk about is the idea that men post-1945 in the US went from um, a role of what they call utility, i.e. being really important, having a great utility in terms of how they work, how they fight a war and all the rest of it, to one of what they call an ornamental position where mm. all the manufacturing jobs, all the kind of traditional male roles started to disappear mm. and there was no real important role, or not as important a role for men in the latter 20th century and the 21st century in a post-war environment for those reasons. And then you start to talk about how they claim that back. So the mm. idea about Don Draper being what he is and how you kind of articulately describe him is interesting because ultimately you could argue he's trying to find some way of reclaiming his masculinity and he's doing it by fucking loads of women and trying to accentuate his business, trying to be successful, trying to get money. And it's and it's true across the board. Like um, Walter White would be the same. Walter White's an emasculated character at the start of Breaking yeah. Bad and he goes to you know criminal means to try and reclaim his masculinity. And it's the same in, say, season two of The Wire when the, the doc's working is disappearing and people have no place in the world. So they try and claim their masculinity back by hard drinking and womanising and showing how tough they are physically, all that kind of stuff. So all this golden age of TV thing that we're witnessing and experiencing now, all really the big players, the big shows... They all come from that kind of idea, and Tony Soprano mm. is obviously the same as well. Because I, w- I watched it, I watched the film with um, oh, the, the, the the guy who uh, is um, the lawyer in Better Call Saul. Uh, I forget the char- that uh, actor's name. He oh, was, Bob uh, Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Um, there was that. There was a um, basically, you know, like a lot of films from like there's like kind of a resurgence of like eighties kind of action films at the moment, just simply because yeah, um, we all remember them. And it's comfortable. And it's nostalgia. But all of those eighties films were were male, uh, aging male wank fantasies. Basically. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah, emasculated yeah, yeah. male trying to sort of go yeah, Top Gun. Um, and uh, Bob Odenkirk does a film. I forget what it's called now, but it's like. Uh, the, like he's like an invisible man who used to be this hardcore FBI um, hand to hand uh, combat specialist and stuff. Yeah. And I think it was made by the John Wick guy. And yeah. um, he, he he doesn't really work because Bob Odenkirk doesn't necessarily look like he's you, you know. He's Is this movie that he, this action movie that he put out fairly recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was before, it was just before his yeah nobody. It was just before his uh, heart yeah. attack, I think. And, That's and right. he and uh, it's just. I mean, it is atrocious. Like it was, it was a fun watch, but it was all just like. Why has he done it then? Do you think? Well, I mean, it's it's, it's something different, I suppose, isn't it? Like you know, yeah. you, you sort of. I guess if you're an actor that does that sort of thing, I think having a little well, action movie is, is a nice little nice little curio, isn't it? But I think it it was so. Uh, or, 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 it was so overtly a. M- 
you know, 50 year old man, male wank fantasy. Like, my dad would love that film. Like, yeah. exactly, because this guy's just taking control. Do you think of his about your dad's wank fantasies a thinking lot? Thinking about my dad's wank fantasies, and oh, God knows what they are. God knows. But yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Surprising. So, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, just a, it's a lot of, yeah, a <laughs> lot of breaking, that bingo card. breaking bad memes. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? A lot of people think this is getting a bit nerdy now, based on what I just said earlier, but a lot of a lot of um theorists would 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 hypothesize that the rise in like what they call those hard body action movies of the 80s yeah was um america via hollywood's attempt to reclaim america's dominance in the world mm. after vietnam mm. like yeah. the fact that the us is on like reputation on the global stage was really poor and they they looked emasculated as a nation they looked like the defeated and and on their knees but has there ever up. been like a fan, has there ever been a financial link between the US government and these t- these TV like has, has well yeah ever... because 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 Hollywood was completely co-opted for propaganda purposes during all the things like Second World War and that kind of stuff mm. like they, okay. they Hollywood's always been certain certain studios have, have worked hand in glove with the with the US to to try and advance the US's interests over overseas I mean John Ford I think was the big director who did a load of American propaganda stuff for World War Two and so mm. it's, it's it is they are intertwined for sure. And, right. and so, and, and it's not just that, it's, it isn't necessarily about the government, it's about the things like, say, a director of a big action movie in the 80s. I mean, look at, look at Rambo, for example. Rambo's mm. a great example. Like, of, of, you know, look, look at what Sylvester Stallone looks like. He's like a proper like, embodiment of like a tough American man. And um, and, you just, and all those kind of movies. Top Gun's a really good example as well. Like, top, mm. A lot of people say there's like a, like a really homosexual subtext to Top Gun. Yeah. As well. well. I mean, yeah. Definitely. But I, I, I don't really know how that manifests. I, I know how it manifests. I don't really know whether that's like a deliberate thing by Tony Scott. I, I'm not really sure. But you can see it when you watch it back. But, but I mean, but uh, cultural Uber, exports Uber, are really Uber important Uber. to America, as they are to all nations. And so if America wants to find its standing back in the world uh, and really get this kind of diplomatic soft power out there, what better way than Hollywood? It's like the most thing, it's the mm. most famous thing America has. But I would say that, like, you know, massively kind of overtly um, uh, masculine stuff is by its very nature quite homoerotic. So, like, if yeah. you dial up that, if you dial up that, the other dial is going to go up as well. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people who, who aren't capable of thinking at any depth about this kind of fall foul of that, and they end up doing the opposite of what they intend, rightly or wrongly. I mean, yeah. happened to Ron DeSantis last week, didn't it? Happened to Sesame Street fascist Ron DeSantis last week. Um, he 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 tried to put he put like a promo video out of him how tough he was. <laughs> it was just so like, sexy. It was just like a montage of him with all these different like muscly bodybuilders <laughs> and stuff. It's <laughs> so odd. Promo video. Yeah. Oh, Buttigieg was just like. I mean, ignoring the fact that this is so gay. <laughs> he was like, I don't really know what to say, but that was really gay. <laughs> I don't know gay. what to say, but that was really gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's kind of, you feel like, you feel like um, <laughs> with the policies he's pursuing, right? This kind of authoritarian, some would say fascistic mm. idea of, 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 of what they would call alternative lifestyles or non-traditional lifestyles. Mm. He starts to try and outlaw those in like a very kind of person, personal kind of passion project type way. Then releases that video. You kind of think, okay, all right, what's, go, what's going all right, on here? What's yeah. going on here, mate? Why is, why is Mickey Mouse fucking Pluto? What's going on? What's, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, sorry, actually, like, like when, um, when like a, a 90s sales rep does that kind of presentation, there's like a bikini lady in this. Pre- oh, how did that get in there? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, anyway, let's have a break because that's heavy. That's heavy, man. That's heavy, man. And normally like we just do knob gags. Spunking cocks. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's getting dressed. Look at Pete Shaw. Two guys in a room just going at it. It's, 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 we're having a lovely time. We've got emails to read out, though. Um, sometimes hello, close on, sometimes close off. Sometimes close on, so You'll have to look at the YouTube channel to find out. Um, you certainly will. Can I read this email from Phil, our friend Phil? Phil, yeah. Who's emailed Phil, in. Phil, um, Phil, my listeners in. <laughs> there was a couple of guys in the town we grew up in called mm. Phil Hiscock and Paul Hiscock. That's good stuff. Yeah. That, that's that's just a fact. Hiscock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Phil has emailed into hello at lukeandpeacher.com and he's got the following story following up on our chat about, you know, when people used to knock on the door and run away. Yes. It's that kind of, that mm. kind of flavour. Mm. Um, he says, morning chaps, uh, great email on Monday last week about the evolution of what we used to call simply door knocking. Nice. It reminded me of an occasion in the grim town of Gaul in the late 90s. Do you know Gaul, Peter? Uh, I don't, no. no. It's in um, Yorkshire, I think. Is it Gould? Yeah, I briefly Googled it, and it did look fairly grim, with the greatest respect to people who are there or are from there. Um, but I'll allow Phil to pick up the story. He says, A few of my mates lived in a ramshackle old terraced house while working at a local power station on a gap year before university. It was hilariously located next door to a fish and chip shop called Chippy Dicks. Chippy Dicks, nice. The local scallies would regularly knock on the front door before fleeing on foot or a stolen mountain bike. Uh, one day... 
One of the more unpredictable housemates, who was highly strong at the best of times, finally snapped and gave chase. As was the way, Mm. no one really gave it a second thought and carried on playing Goldeneye. Uh, (laughs) A short time later, the housemate in question returned dragging one of the knockers with him. In what can only be described as a literal act of kidnapping, he locked the assailant in the dining room, threatening to get the Ben. The Ben was a strapping, (laughs) terrifying-looking lad who was, as was customary, taking his afternoon nap. Uh, Due to Ben's size and somewhat grumpy nature, no one wanted to wake him, so the terrified child was in prison for several hours until Ben awoke and came downstairs. Um, despite his physical presence, Ben was in fact a lovely bloke and was Gentle horrified. Ben. <laughs> Gentle Ben. And he was horrified to discover he had been weaponized. Uh, <laughs> he opened the door to the dining room to find a crying child. And after a muted, uh, don't do it again, the child was released. While at the time hilarious, in retrospect, this might have caused some lasting psychological damage to an impressionable youth and could have resulted in a major police search. Yeah. Although somewhat excessive, this course of action did prove successful uh, and the front door went unknocked for the rest of the year. Uh, all the best, lads. Thanks for the entertainment. Uh, cheers, yeah. Phil. It's just, I mean, it's good, that, that, good that people on B-Wing are allowed to email, <laughs> isn't it, and listen to podcasts. Were, were, were the 90s a different time, though, Pete? <laughs> I, well, I just I think the idea of sort of... Because Ben, in my mind, resembles the big muscle man who breaks out of the wall uh, in Double Dragon, like the big guy, you know, yeah. send in Ben. Boss, and, and Ben, I think, is like... Because uh, you could be the Ben of our... Of our little uh, people don't parish. people aren't intimidated by me though. I am big, but people just you aren't intimidated by me. Just stop talking for a bit. I know that's, <laughs> that is the problem. That is actually the problem. But if, if, if I, I, I've never really in recent years had to try and be intimidating. Mm. But I know that if I try it, it doesn't work. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, but you're yeah. right. It's because I talk too much. It's because I've always got a comment. <laughs> you know they say about it's better to be assumed a fool than open one's mouth and remove all doubt. Mm. I always do that. I can't help it. So I, You're the I, doubt I, remover. It's not going to work with me. It is the mouth not is the work. doubt remover. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I am definitely the doubt remover. That would be my yeah. nickname if I was a, a darts player. Cute little name, I think. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. We, we got a message from uh, Ethan from Oregon. Uh, Hello, Luca Pete. Seeing as you two are both in long-term relationships, I figured uh, you might be able to settle a minor disagreement uh, between my partner and I. Uh, last July, I took a week of vacation to go fishing at a remote mountain lake in Oregon. While I was fishing, a stranger approached me to barter for some fishing hooks. After some a conversation I learned that he and his partner had travelled all the way from Germany to hike the Pacific Crest Trail uh, along the west coast of the United States nice. I tried to give him the fishing hooks for free but he insisted on giving me a granola bar as payment seeing that he was a good person I decided to let him blast off a few shots with my gun <laughs> <laughs> It's a different world, isn't it? It really is a different world. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. In order to give him a memorable American cultural experience. I was elated by the experience, and I regret not exchanging some contact info so that I could keep in touch. But when I relayed the story to my partner, she insisted that it was dangerous and irresponsible to give a strange German man my gun. Was I wrong here? Anyways, I'll be back the late later this month, and I'll be packing some extra ammo in case I run into so many more Germans. I think my Ethan answer to this is going to be quite, help. quite short. Un- unequivocal, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a joke, because you know this is a joke. <laughs> it reminds me of when I went to a gun range in Texas, and the man asked me, when I, to- I just told him that I've never shot a gun before in my life. He said, have you ever shot a Magnum? I was like... I've already told you, I've never shot a gun. And he went, I'll go and get mine from the car. And he, and he just he went to get his Magnum from his car. It's just it's just being excited. Of, like, you wouldn't let someone drive your car, would you? 
and you're just handing a, a killing machine. The thought process is is mad. Yeah. Ethan from the Oregon Trail. You just met it's him. Very, you just met the man. And he, yeah. for all you know, that story must be might be nonsense. He might turn turn the gun on you and try and rob you, steal all your fishing hooks and your fish. And also, I do like the quite innocent... And mag- Would you like to buy some maggots? The, <laughs> the innocent explanation of, I'll be packing some extra ammo in case I run into any more Germans. I'm not going to kill them. I just want them to have <laughs> a chance to, to fire gun. my gun. Yeah, exactly. That's I, 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 My brilliant. answer is that you. I don't think you should be doing it. I don't think I, any responsible gun owner would say that that it, is the good if thing to someone, do. But if someone asked me if I wanted to shoot their gun, I would not shoot their gun. No. I'd, I'd be like, right, he's got a gun. I've got to get away from this man immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if I just gave you the gun and then they just drove off. Yeah, your problem now. And, and yeah. you'd look down and he's filed a fallen number on it. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, oh, God. I, th- I think, I, I mean, I think I'm, and I'm going to take a guess here and say that she may well be long-suffering. I think right. Ian's, uh, Ian, sorry, Ethan's wife is in the right here. Yeah, Ethan. Good I just have the good idea of her rolling her well. eyes and being like, oh, he's done it again. <laughs> he's hopped up on granola. You're giving, a, you're giving a German man hopped up on granola the honey, the oats. He's off his head and you're giving him a firearm. Outrageous. I, I also think that, like, you've given him fishing hooks and he's given you a granola bar. Yeah. The transaction's complete. <laughs> Don't put danger into it. <laughs> I, I, I decided to, to let him blast off a few shots with my gun in order to give him a memorable American cultural experience. You're already like hiking the west coast of the US, a beautiful part of the world, an amazing cultural experience straight away. The hospitality from American people is amazing. Yeah. Generally, people are very nice there. He's having a great old time. Yeah, he doesn't need to take it to the fucking trenches. He <laughs> doesn't need to be fucking. You know, it's it's. Surely, 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 you should not be discharging your firearm unless you need to, anyway. I don't know, man. I think you get away with it in the out in the out oh, in the sticks. Oh, you'll shoot get away fish, with it. Shoot a fish. That's or not two. my point. <laughs> you know, you get away. Oh. With, you know, you, you, I don't think you should be doing. It. I, I think I, I appreciate Ethan getting in touch. I love the fact that he's a passionate listener to the Luke and Pete show. <laughs> I just feel like you shouldn't be doing that. Well, look, it's 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 three on one, unfortunately. Uh, the How gun, gunsman? It's three oh, on yes. one. In our favour. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, you've you've fucking one. calmed down a lot if you're not endorsing this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lovely story. Uh, thank you very much, Ethan. And do we get, get in touch with, uh, with us again, if you would? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> please do calm down a bit, though. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to you... shoot your gun. We just Speak, don't want to shoot yeah, your gun. Yeah, going back to the old um, the email before that with Phil about the uh, people kind of knocking on the door and um, either running away or cycling off, I can remember, this reminded me of a story. There used to be a little... Um, row of shops near where I grew up called, called the Broadway um, and I don't know why it's called that but mm. I mean it was and there was it was back in the day where there, all the shops were basically independent shops right and there was a local family run butcher's shop like a butcher's and um, one of the I think that maybe the father of the family that ran it was really grumpy yeah like really fucking grumpy and he wouldn't always be working but if he was it was like red rag to a bull stuff. Mm. We used to go up there on our bikes, four or five of us, and pull massive skids outside his shop. Mm. And he used to get fucking properly pissed off. <laughs> and um, he got to the point where um, you'd pull a skid, it would make a loud noise and leave a mark on the pavement outside the shop, which is presumably why he didn't like it. Right. And then, Don't you and the, dare mark my floor. Yeah, and then cycle off. Yeah. But if he caught you, he would just take your bike and say, <laughs> if you want it back, go and get your dad. Right. So you'd have to get your dad up there. It's an, interesting, it's an interesting gambit because at the end of the day, you've got angry men coming like, why have you got my kid's bike? Give me my bike back. Like, yeah. He must think he's the big dog. But the, the, the thing about it I find 
interesting is that I am now a father myself, right? Yeah. I just don't, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine confiscating a kid's bike. I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. The I just admin can't be of keep The aggro. Like you're just bringing aggro into your life that you don't need that's going to raise your your level of like anger needlessly. You're and just you're going to have to have a confronta- confrontation with another dad. Yeah. Yeah. Who also just want, who, 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 you know, who can't be arsty? <laughs> the, the, the small mind, the small mind mentality of it all. Like, down our back, back in our in our um, street when we were kids, like down the back street of where we lived, mm. there would be a guy down there. Every single other dad would be like, oh, if the football goes in the garden, just jump over and grab it and go back, right? Do you know what I mean? Or don't mm. you know? Or sometimes they'd say, yeah, please don't kick the ball on the fucking tomato plants or whatever. You know, I get all that. There was one guy. He wasn't even that older guy. Who, who just used to, if, you, if a ball went into his garden, bang, knife out, pop it. <laughs> yeah, it's demented. That, that's the rules. At the time, it was just like, oh, that's a guy down the road. It's demented. <laughs> what mindset are you in? What mindset are you in when you're doing that? Yeah, it's not good. It's not do people great. do that now? No, no, I'd I don't I'd love to so. hear a story I'm, of that happening now. Well, I, I, the, the politics of getting a ball in, the, in your backyard is actually quite troubling because you, like, you get a ball in your backyard you're like, I, and I know it's come from the right-hand side but I don't know whether to throw it into the next garden or more likely the garden above that. But I don't know if I'm throwing a ball as high and as hard as I can or booting it over back. Like, that's going to hit someone. Yeah. What would you do then? Just leave it? <laughs> um, I'd, no, but I'd just, I'd just try and make sure there's no one in the garden and give it a big old throw. So we'll see. Okay. Well, you could, we'll you could just you could just throw it in the next garden with the understanding that if it's not them, they, they, they can will throw pass, it on. Yeah, they'll throw it on. Yeah, pass it along. I, I want to hear it? from anyone who's had... <laughs> A boy in their back garden that can justify destroying the football. Yeah, no. Yeah. We, we, won't hear from, we won't hear from anyone. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's it. Let's get out of here. <sighs> we're, we're out of here. This has been the Look and Pete show for uh, a Monday. We'll be back on Thursday with battery brands and stuff. If you found a battery in something you own, hello at lookandpeatshow.com and follow our YouTube. Check out our bloody YouTube for crying out loud. It's really good stuff. It's really good, really good stuff. Just search Presumably for... you like this or you'll like that. It's really good stuff at the Luca Pete Show on YouTube. Check it out for crying out loud. <laughs> I thought you were going to jump in there. We oh, had sorry, this that's the back it. End. We had this at the back end of the last show. That was Before the outro. The what do you need me to fucking outro. overreg it for? All right, see you later. We'll be back Thursday. Up yours, Delores. Bye. Not gonna, you're not going to say goodbye and I'm going to just go no it's not a goodbye <laughs> you sometimes come in with other stuff <laughs> The Luke and Pete Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.